This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. You know Kenny G? He, he plays the, uh, the this thing. Saxophone, I think it is. Yeah, it's like a cool, like, longer sax. I don't even know exactly what it's called. Everyone knows Kenny G. He's got the curly hair. He's a legend. So he's at he's at Centennial Hall tonight performing, and there was an email going back and forth with the uh, promoter of the show, and I think it was intended for our sister station, Fresh Radio, because they're all Christmas right now, and Kenny does a lot of Christmas songs. And in this email conversation, there's a phone number, and I think it's actually Kenny G's cell phone. <laughs> this is amazing. So we are going to call and see if... One, Kenny G answers the phone. Two, if we wake up Kenny G. What do you think, Jim? I bet you Kenny G was out late last night, you know, saxing it up. So I bet you we will wake him up. Do you think he'll answer? (sighs) That's a a different question. I'm going to say yes. Okay. Let's try and call Kenny G. Words I never thought I'd say in my life. <laughs> I believe what he has is an alto sax, is what listeners are telling us. An alto sax. Kenny G. Is Kenny G there, please? This is Kenny. What? Kenny. Yeah. It's Taz and Jim. How you doing, man? It's been a while. <laughs> Taz and Jim, have we ever spoken before? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, Kenny G. This is an honor. Is this actually Kenny G on the phone? Hey, how'd you guys get my number anyway? <laughs> okay, so we do a rock uh, a rock radio show here in London, Ontario. You're playing at Centennial Hall tonight, right? That uh, that part is true. There, uh, I think that there was some communication going on between uh, the promoter of the show and our sister station, Fresh Radio. And uh, for whatever reason, somebody included us in this email exchange, and we saw the phone number here, and we're like, oh, we got to try and call Kenny G this morning. And now we're yeah. here. <laughs> it really is amazing. You, you're a legend, Kenny. Oh, yeah. Thank, well, thank you. I think. Another question, Kenny G. Did we wake you up? Yes. Yeah. yeah, we woke <laughs> up, Kenny G. Everybody. <laughs> uh, do you have a Do you have a couple seconds to chat? Morning last night. What's that? We will. We, we rolled into town about three in the morning last night. Oh man, sorry. Do you think? Do you think the fact that we just woke you up is going to affect your sax playing tonight? Uh, absolutely not. It's not going to affect it at all. <laughs> no problem. So you're in London, Ontario, right now? Yes, we are. We are here. We're. Um, I'm, I actually have no idea what hotel I'm in. I just got. Through a couple of doors, came up into a room, and and then went back to sleep. So um, here we are. Yeah, we're definitely here. How long have you been on tour, Kenny? Well, uh... 
And Kenny G just hung up on us. <laughs> you know what? The oh, the better thing than getting a hold of Kenny G is being hung up by Kenny G. What a morning. <laughs> We just talked to Kenny G. Yeah, you know what's a great moment in my career? Uh, not this phone call. Bye. <laughs> so not only do we do we call Kenny G, he answers the phone. There's one point. <laughs> okay. That's Chalk one. it up. And then we uh, we wake up Kenny G. That's two. And then Kenny G hangs up on us. That's a Kenny G hat trick right there, Taz. Kenny G. Kind of bummed we lost him. That was a good combo. Well, but. we have his number. We can call him back. New study out of South Korea found the strength of a man's handshake is directly connected to how well his uh, manhood functions under pressure. Let's, uh, why don't we grab Kendra from Country 104? Go grab Kendra, and we won't tell her what's going on. We'll both shake her hand and then ask her who has the stronger handshake. All right, go get her. She's Kendra? Kendra? Yeah. Good morning. FM 96 listeners, this is Kendra. She works down the hall. Country 104. Uh, Can you just shake Jim Kelly's hand here, please? Uh, uh, Yeah. (laughs) Morning. How would you describe that handshake? Um... Not bad. Little little loosey-goosey. Loosey-goosey! Okay, now shake my hand. All right. All right. Little firmer. Bull! Yes! Yeah, Thank right. You. That's all we needed. Thank no, you. That's all you needed. Loosey goosey. <laughs> Give me another chance, babe. I swear. All I swear. Right, I, swear. Right. I just, it's early. I'm nervous. Seriously, though, whose handshake was firmer? Yours is definitely firmer. Bull! Yeah. Definitely. definitely. Yeah, right. I think Jim's got smaller hands. Oh, how dare you? <laughs> how dare I think, you know what? Maybe your hands are too big. <laughs> Maybe they are. Taz, Jim, and Devin Peacock joins us in the studio. Hey, Dev, good to see you this morning. Hey, how's it going? How are you, man? Good to see you. It's not weird at all. <laughs> you, hey, Dev, it's good to see yeah. you, buddy. No, it's real good. I'm. I feel like it's better to see you. Yeah. You don't Taz. shake hands with uh, with people when you see them. Uh, sometimes. Who had the firmer handshake out of Jim and I? Oh. Um. I'm going to go with you. Oh, who's... First off, Taz is trying unnaturally hard. I'm just doing like a normal handshake. You said you were shaking as hard as you could. For Kendra, but I'm reeling it back from my new strategy here. Whose handshake seemed less aggressive and more welcoming? Taz was a little bit more aggressive. He was coming down a little bit. Yeah. But like, if if you want to... You guys want to have a handshaking contest. Oh, Dev. (laughs) He's got some uh, meaty hands. Craig Needles is from our brother station, 980 CFPL. We've been pulling people into the studio all morning to shake their hands. Okay. Shake my hand first here, Needles. Got it. There you go. It's a nice, solid, firm handshake. Okay. Yeah. Thank oh, you. I ain't seen nothing yet. Okay, let's see Let's see how Jim does it here. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that feels good, Jim. You like that, yeah. bro? Yeah. <laughs> Who's got the firmer handshake, would you say? I have to give this to Jim Kelly. Whoa! So, <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. They're both excellent handshakes. But All right. yeah. Jim Kelly wins this round. Nah, he's giving her pretty hard on that one. I know Needles could handle it. <laughs> I saw a vein appear in your forehead that isn't usually there while you were shaking Needles' hand. I'd say a big vein's always a good thing, Taz. <laughs> well, the reason we're shaking people's hands, Needles, is because a study came out uh, this past week says that the firmness of your handshake is directly uh, related to the firmness of another area when you're 
making love. Oh, I see. So if you oh, if you have a firm handshake, it means you have a less less of a chance of erectile dysfunction. Yeah. It also makes sense too when I'm drinking a lot of whiskey while my handshake uh, gets a little softer. There you go. You know what I mean? It gets a little more like a like whiskey a, handshake. Whiskey, yeah, whiskey <laughs> shake. You know, we all get the whiskey shakes. <laughs> I wonder. This would be a good test maybe on the show. I don't know if uh, if, if a Boss Brad would let us take a Viagra each and see if our handshake gets firmer. For science, I'm in. Yeah. Let's both I, take, you do a Cialis, I'll do a Viagra, see who has the firmer handshake. I'm going to ask not to be part of that. Jim, you're into the autoerotic asphyxiation. What's it nope, called? Nope, that's not it. Uh, ASMR. Where you fall asleep? What's it, what's it stand for? It stands for it's to help you fall asleep. At autonomous night. sensory meridian response. That's what I was trying. It's to it's, say. it's a soothing tone of voice that triggers something in, in certain humans that makes them very relaxed. Yeah, and you'll listen to you'll put on these YouTube videos to help you fall asleep at night. It's people talking like this. Yeah, or You're like getting pens. very sleepy. Yeah. Just random noises. Well, Matthew McConaughey is getting into that business. He's got a new gig. Since December, he's been reading bedtime stories Mm. on a new app called Calm. You may want to download this app. Here's a little sample of what you can expect if you fall asleep with Matthew McConaughey on the Calm app. Well, hello there. I'm Matthew McConaughey, and tonight I'll be reading a special sleep story called Wonder. Before we begin, as you settle in under the covers with your head easing into the pillow and your body sinking into the mattress, I'd like you to let your mind drift with me for just a minute. Let's ask the question, how often do we ponder the depth of the present moment, the one we're in? I mean, how often do we really feel what's happening within and around us? Allowing ourselves to be moved, to be inspired, to be filled with gratitude for the mystery and the beauty of this universe and of this life. It is pretty relaxing stuff, man. Right? Totally. Well, you know what's weird? That's that's the beginning of one of these uh, Matthew McConaughey calm app sessions. If you fall asleep and you, the thing keeps running, it can get a little weird later on. For example, listen to this one. Hey there, sleepyhead. You gonna fall asleep? It'd be a lot cooler if you did. Relax, relax as my velvety voice penetrates your ear holes. Let's ponder some of the cosmic mysteries that surround us every day. If money is the root of all evil, why do they keep asking for it at church? If it's only 2% milk, what's the other 98%? If two vegans are arguing, is it still called beef? Some heavy stuff. You know, maybe this isn't helping here. To fall asleep, let's count my Oscars instead. Okay, here we go. One... Okay, I only got one Oscar. But it's pretty shiny. Okay, okay, might be a little... Might be a little atmospheric music, some relaxing tones. Will be your little siren song asleep. Dayo. 
day, it's a day, it's a day, day, oh. Ah. <clears throat> no? Hmm. I think that indica's hit me. I think it's time for us to both hit the Makana, hey? <laughs> Close your eyes and you'll sleep all night, all night, all night. <laughs> Sometimes a, a headline just catches your attention, and you need to know the story. That happened uh, when I saw this. Man with machete arms arrested following police confrontation. Machete arms? Machete arms. Clickbait. They got me hooked. <laughs> what exactly are machete arms? Well, this happened in Winnipeg, actually. They arrested a 34-year-old Winnipeg man, they said, had large machetes taped to both of his hands in a neighborhood on Friday night. Kind of like, what's that, uh, the game that you play at the the frat boys play where they tape a 40 of booze? Edward 40 hands. Edward 40 hands. Yeah. So he had taped machetes to both of his hands. (laughs) And he was coming down from a meth high. Ooh, bad combo. Yeah, that is definitely not like chocolate and peanut butter. (laughs) Those two things do not go together well. He hatched a plan to get shot by police. So his plan was to go out there. I've got machetes taped to my hands. Mm -hmm. They're going to yell, drop your weapon. I can't because of the tape. And then the cops are going to shoot me. But luckily, police uh, were able to show some restraint. They uh, arrested the man. He kept coming towards them. They just kept moving back. And... Eventually, they used a less lethal weapon to handle and take down the man. So, instead of a gun, they may have used taser hands. (laughs) (laughs) Get us officer taser hands! Where's taser hands? Get them in here. There's only one guy who can take down machete hands. That's taser hands. I'd be so scared if I was machete hands guy because you're partying, you're coming down from meth. If you took a pee and you forgot you had machetes taped to your arms... (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know if I'd call what he's doing partying. Well, <laughs> but yes, yeah. if you did forget, or even if you had to pick your nose or scratch mm-hmm. your face, you forgot the machetes oh, were there. There goes the nose. <laughs> Machete hands was detained. He is still in custody. It is Taz and Jim, and we got to tell you the story behind this nine one one dispatch. Denver, Colorado, Friday night. Small high spirits are saying, saying the gun went off from someone's pocket. Mm-mm. Little gun incident. Mm-hmm. This can't be good. The FBI was involved, Jim. Uh-oh. You know it's deep. So there is a, um, a big party going on. <laughs> and at a bar in Denver... FBI agent off duty decided to get out there and bust some moves. Mm-hmm. He did a backflip. The crowd went wild. But as he landed the backflip, his gun fell out of his uh, waist belt or wherever he had his gun on him. Lands on the floor. He fumbles. He panics. He goes to grab his gun. It goes off. Oh my God. Shoots a guy in the leg. Wow. You've seen the video, and the dude's reaction, he's uh, 
He doesn't seem too concerned that he just shot someone by accident. It reminds me of a drunk buddy at a wedding who accidentally uh, breaks a wine glass and goes, Oh, my bad. Yeah. Oh, like, sorry. He, just, he walks me? away with his hands up, like, it, relatively I innocent. Do that? <laughs> Here's some witnesses talking about the incident. It was a breakdown circle, like quintessential breakdown circle. There was one man who was doing flips and then he left and the FBI agent, I guess, I, we didn't know that, he came on the scene and he did a backflip. And he was dancing and then right as he did that backflip, his gun fell out and it hit the ground. Um, it shot off. About two minutes after that, paramedics start flooding in and they're crowding this guy. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> that is ridiculous. Honestly, like, aren't the FBI agents supposed to be the best of the best and the cream of the crop, and he still does something this stupid? I would certainly hope that alcohol was not involved, because <laughs> as a gun owner myself, um, and being someone who's part of the community that cares about gun safety, I'm very responsible with my firearm. I know my friends are as well. You cannot carry if you're in a bar or an establishment or if you've been drinking. Sometimes the rhythm just gets you. <laughs> You gotta get out there, Jim. Open Gangnam Style. Gangnam Style. Open Gangnam Style. Go Terry. Go Terry. Go Terry. Go Terry. Go Terry. Oh. My bad. Um, so Arizona Diamondback Archie Bradley says he once pooped himself before, right before he went into a game. I was warming up to go in a game, and um, I knew I had the next hitter. I knew he was on deck. It's a 2-2 count, and I'm like, man, I have to pee. So I run in our bathroom real quick. I'm ready to go, and I'm trying to pee, and I actually I pooped my pants. I'm like, oh, my gosh, like, I know I'm a pitcher away from going in the game, so I'm scrambling to clean myself up. I get it cleaned up the best I can, button my pants up, and our bullpen coach, Mike Ferris, said, hey, you're in the game. They stepped out the bathroom. I was like, hey, am I okay? I just, I just myself. Like, I'm about to go into this game, and they didn't believe me. They didn't believe me until they, unfortunately, saw the mess in the bathroom because I didn't have time. I was like, I got to go in the game. I just felt awkward and, and uncomfortable and just gross. Yeah, I bet. That that's panic right there. You the, the he had one pitch to get everything cleaned up. That is insane. That's you not would, enough time. No, no. Like, Please don't throw a fastball. Give me a couple <laughs> extra seconds. Please a change up at I, the very least. Ironically, he then went out to work a clean inning. Like he had to, everything went perfectly. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of baseball and poop stories out there. Remember Chan Ho Park? The interview he did? Yes. Oh, this is classic. I had a lot of diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what you want to know? The manager said you were sick. Yeah, I had a lot of diarrhea. Yeah, I had a diarrhea and then... Uh... <laughs> oh, why is it funny? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> that's, 
save it. Ja, der er ofte af, ofte af, jeg hælder dig, der er det her. And I feel afraid. Here's all the other guys in the bullpen just killing themselves. That's contagious laughter. I guess in his culture, it's telling people you had a lot of diarrhea. <laughs> If you ever a bad a game, deal. though, like what a great excuse because nobody wants to follow up with that. They're like, oh, okay, yeah, I'll give you that one. Right. Yeah. George Brett has the best story. Oh, George Brett does have the best pooping diarrhea story. We uh, let's pull it up. Should we play it coming up here? We should, although we got to make sure because he he does swear in it. Right. That's why I'm not playing it right now. <laughs> he, but the funny thing about that is he was like George Brett. What desperately wanted to tell the this was at Royals training camp, and he was caught on mic. He follows the guy across the field to finish telling his story. Yeah. At the one point he said, "You know, I'm good for it twice a year." <laughs> <laughs> right side, back to the right, gentlemen, both hands, right side. Part of the left side. My pants last night. <laughs> I did. Went out and had a great meal, just a great meal. And I had to go to the bathroom so bad in the car. I'm going, travel, hurry up, man. I got a I had my pants. I'm good uh, twice a year for that. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, do we want to get into the details about the next day? Next day, he woke up and he had a the best tapered one ever, <laughs> double tapered. The sentence though is <laughs> the sentence was great though because he had uh, who's pitching today? Oh, <laughs> yeah, the end. Who's pitching today? All right, that's the best I could do with short notice. There's yeah, a lot funny. of swearing on the field as well. It's yeah. not just all. It's not all pants pooping and and hitting dingers. I, a baseball player should be the least likely to, to to make a mess in their pants. They have a bathroom right there and all the time in the world to use it. If you're a soccer player and you're on the field for 90 minutes and the bathroom is a kilometer away, you don't have an excuse but like every and those short shorts too. Yeah. You don't want an accident happening. The world will see. I've seen soccer players squat on the sidelines before. Take a, take a knee and pee on the sidelines. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's a classic. If they really have to go during a game. Who among us hasn't? I mean, really. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean. Uh, <laughs> thank you very much for checking out the Taz and Jim podcast. If you want to listen to us the old-fashioned way, live on the radio, you can do that on FM 96 in London or Y108 in Hamilton weekday mornings from 5.30 until 9.30. Or subscribe Keep downloading the podcast, and we'll keep talking.